Confidence in yourself is built through acts of everyday courage. Mel Robbins. My name is Thandor, and I enjoy walking in the woods. I'm Fezzik, and I love wandering the world. And then if we find it works, great, we'll get done. Well, I am Corin, a gnome with anger issues who spontaneously bursts into other animal forms uh, when things annoy him. I play Stanton Hopperfield, who at this point is the Lifefoot Halfling Ranger. It's time to go back to Wesloth with leaders and legacies. Joining us for this session is Rachel, George, Chris, Justin, and Seth. Sanjay will be back with us very, very soon. Thank you for joining us for Leaders and Legacies. I'm just making sure, you, you know what? Here's the rope because I can't really see which direction it's going. If we follow the rope out, Thandor, Fezzik, and Stanton should be waiting on the other end of it for us. Wait, you, you're out? I, I was trying to find you guys. I was trying to get you out. How did you get out? Well, you, you see, doors really are kind of negotiable objects for us. We, we don't tend to stay behind them very long, so... We decided we had had enough of the prison cells and we decided to let ourselves out, at which point they realized that they made a mistake and that the woman named Shelby the, was actually an imposter. She was trying to, uh, well, let's just say she's not a friend of Thandor's and we, we, we need to go find her at some point. But first, let's get you out of whatever this is. Wow. Um, yes, let's. Uh, I, I think if maybe if you just put the rope around my 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 human form, it, it will help. Yeah. Okay. So I, I looped it around both of us, so that way we we're technically tied together, but only partly because Corin's afraid he's going to fall off. He's used to being the horse, not riding one. Gotcha. Okay. So I kind of cinch down the rope as as uh, Stanton, Fezzik, and a tornado keep tension on it so that we know where we're going yep so as you're doing that anything you'd like to exclaim yeehaw <laughs> go ahead and say it go ahead and say it. chris is begging for it just say it okay giddy up kelly ho that way <laughs> Very good. Okay, so you know, as you as you're kind of exiting and being pulled along the rope, Tidius, please make a wisdom saving throw. Can I also make a, an attack roll to, to uh, knock him off? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Let's I'm do kidding, one I'm thing kidding. at a time. Um, you, you said <laughs> no, wisdom. No, uh, seventeen. You start to move through this field that you know if you didn't have the rope attached to this, this would turn you around and send you back the other direction. But you keep pressing forward and the harder you know, you, you guys pull through, the more it thickens. But eventually it gives way, kind of popping you out into the space where you see Thandor, Stanton, Fezzik all, all kind of standing over you. I guess both of you make a deck save to make sure you don't fall over. 
um, as you pop through, but you didn't take any psychic damage, um, but you felt like it could have uh, done some damage to you had you uh, had not been as, as crafty as you are. And 12 for me. Uh, 14. Okay, that's yeah, that's enough to, to, to stay on your feet. What would you guys like to do now that there's a a uh, yeah a gnome yeah, riding a centaur tethered together with a rope? I kind of lean around Tidius. Hey, Thandor, does this count as riding a horse? Because you've really got to try this. This is actually pretty cool. He's got a lot more control and stability, I swear. No, he's he's a centaur. He's not a horse. In any event, we're glad to see both of you. What was in there? Nothing. Nothing at all. I... I came to a, a a dead end essentially every way i went i ended up back where i was wow and serge sent you here well he sent me i i was looking for shelby and he said that she had gone up to uh survey the battlefield and so i i was trying to find her she went up by herself no, apparently she had taken um, a, a number of the guards for uh, protection. Can I do, I'd like to cast Detect Thoughts on Surge. You gonna go back that way? Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna kind of mosey my way back that direction. And, and we, we start to head back this way and, and my first laws of telling the party this is that if she left or the show, whoever this Shelby is, air quotes uh left with all these guards and we all seem to notice that basically the front yard is unprotected except by surge uh i'm thinking sneak attack is about to happen any moment folks let's uh, we need to get back down there and and get ready for this onslaught either that or surge is alton and he's trying to find a way out so that he can escape well Let's figure this out. Let's go down and detect thoughts. All right. Hmm. It, it did seem quite uh, quite empty down there. Yes, yes, it did. I mean, it's, yeah, the, the wounded are gone. There's no guards reinforcing it. He's, uh, the surge said he reinforced the walls and turned them all into stone. And we all saw how effective that was. Tidious. Yes, my friend? May I ask you an equestrian? God. <laughs> where where were you? Where were you when we were locked up? You you are a funny one, my friend, I, I must say. Uh, almost as funny as uh, Surge. Um, I was looking for you. I was trying to find a way to, to get you guys out. I tried to explain to him that that took about 10 seconds once we woke up and realized where we were. But... I do greatly appreciate it because you're one of two people who actually took our side, including the the owl thing. He was he wasn't against you. He just didn't intercede on your behalf. He just doesn't like me. Do you know where our friend Marcus is? Uh, I have not seen Marcus recently. No. Last time I saw him, he was horsing around up at the cafeteria. Even <sighs> more reason we need to get back. And we keep we're we're traversing down this. So I guess are you gonna try to stealth up on Surge? Nah, sure, why not? Is Pass Without Trace big enough to cover a centaur? Yeah. Yeah, it is it's a number of individuals. Alright, then I'm gonna cast Pass Without Trace on this group. 
Okay, good. That <laughs> sounds like help. a good idea, given my stealth right thing. Come on. So that's a 25 for me. Okay, so yeah, you were able to creep up, and I assume you kind of go ahead of the rest of the group. Um, yeah. Cat, you know, cast uh, your spell, and what's the save I need to make? Uh, I assume it's a wisdom um, save. The save is wisdom 16. All right, so you feel your mind connect with Surge's. Surge is kind of sitting at the table, and he yeah, doesn't quite have his hands on his chin and his, his uh, elbows on the desk, but pretty much the orc equivalent of that. Are you only going for the surface, or are you going deeper, <laughs> I guess? I am just going surface at the moment. Yeah, so the first thing that hits you is, oh, I wish I could go get some of those mangoes. You could then sense a bit of concern coming from him. Okay. I'm going to walk up to him and go, hey, Alton, can I ask you a question real quick? Who is Alton? And where did you come from? You're very sneaky. Well, not trying. I just walked down the hall. But I didn't notice you, and I'm sitting in the middle of a room. It, does anything, like, cross his mind when I say Alton? Does anything, like, go across his mind when I use the name Alton? Yeah, like, I don't know who he thinks I am, but I am a great and powerful surge. We went up the steps looking for Tidius. And there was a, a trap laid out. A what? A trap. You know, people walk into things and it kind of catches them off guard and can sometimes harm them. Like like a bear trap? Yeah, that sounds concerning. I think that's something I should report in. And you kind of sense like him going through a list of people in his head. Who do I try to reach out to? And yeah, you know, the first person you know, that you hear the name of is, is uh, Hazash. Yes. He's like, I've sent her a message. She will, she will be along shortly. Where is, is is this trap? It's one flight up on the steps. Interesting. So did... Is there another way up to the parapet? Uh, unfortunately, this is, yeah, the temple is enclosed inside a mountain. We would probably have to walk around from the far side to, um, to circle around to the hallway that cuts across on that level. But the dome in the center is open, right? The dome in the center is open but shielded, and uh, I would know if it uh, dropped because there are several of us, including myself, that uh, are holding it in place. Can you give me a wardstone to pass through the dome? Absolutely. Uh, of course, I'll have to have Hazash's permission to do so, but uh, you know, should she <laughs> give permission, I will, of course, give you a stone, and he puts it on the table. She'll be here momentarily. Did you come back on your own, or are your friends uh, nearby? Since we now get the sense that, uh, you know, in this case, the Great Surge is in fact the Great Surge, uh, I drop past without trace, and the rest of the party now appears behind Corn. Oh my! Oh, <laughs> where did the rest of you come from? Magic, buddy. Magic. Well, I course, I, I get that, but uh, yeah. A group of you seems like you're from a very spread out area, uh, and you know, I couldn't place you all from one region or another. Nonetheless, when you said before that Shelby went upstairs, how many guards did she take with her? All of them. All right, which explains why this place is completely empty and defenseless right now, because we went up, found, uh, found Tidius in the trap, managed to pull him out, but basically 
anybody else were going through that trap was going to go in and can't get out. And at this point, all the guards that were there went, probably went there, and are not coming back. We are defenseless. I'm just going to borrow this real quick. I'll be right back. I take the wardstone and I start sprinting down the hall to the main area, to the open chamber. So make a uh, wisdom 14. I think it's wisdom. Um, he's casting hold person on you. Okay, 10. I'm frozen. Oh, wait a minute. No, no. I have advantage on wisdom saves. I'm probably still frozen, but 27. Okay, yeah, with that, he's like, my friend, my friend. I'll be right back. No, but yeah, that's not how it works. All right, while he's working on that, get everybody else out here because we're going to get attacked. They're coming, yes, yes. So when I get to the central area, uh, I am going to... Corrin thinks the Wardstone will work the way the Wardstone... Better work. Might work, so he's going to cast Polymorph on himself and turn himself into a giant eagle. Okay. And then fly up through the dome and try to view the parapet from the outside. Okay, so yeah, you're flying. Roll so that you stay oriented a uh, insight check for me to make sure you just kind of get on the right track once you're outside. 27. Okay, yeah, so yeah, you're you're zeroing in on the parapet. Um, so one of the things that you see as you kind of, I, I assume you're flying, you know, in kind of a slow, um, manner so that you'd be able to kind of give it a long glance as you, you flew by so that you weren't staying in front of any openings there. But you see that looks like a hole has kind of been blasted into the parapet. Um, and inside, lots of orc guards are laying dead um, in that space. Do I see anything moving in there? Roll perception real quick. Another 27. Uh, that was a 14, 17. 17 with a 17, the only movement uh, that you sense uh, or you can see is uh, blood moving across the floor, you know, kind of puddling. All right, so do I see anything near the gate? Are the undead still trying to break the gate down? There are creatures all out and about, but they don't seem prepared to do anything more than hold. All right, so I am going to fly down to the gate uh, and position myself just outside of the gate and then telepathically reach into uh, the team. Uh-huh. Um, guys, there is a massive hole, a lot of dead orcs upstairs. Um, I'm going to go sweep in and see if I can get a closer look, but it looks like Alton is already gone and done his thing. Yep. So as that happens, everybody who's in the, the, you know, the kind of the main gate area, roll initiative. Except for me. Except, except for Corin, that's right. Rolled a one. Okay, Fezzik, what'd you get? 13 for Fezzik. 15. Okay, Thandor? Six. Six. You know, Corin, actually, you can roll two, because you can at least get a telemathic message to come back. 13. Okay, okay, I got that. And uh, let's see, uh, Tidius, what did you roll? 17. What about our buddy Surge? Um, ooh, let's have Surge roll in. Uh, oh, he, he's the one who's telling us he's on point. He's defending the place, so uh, he gets to be first to die. It's only fair. 15. All right, so, yeah, of course, being on point, Surge gets the uh, sense he sees kind of coming down that hall um, that 
you all just came back down. What to you, yeah, those of you who have encountered, I don't believe, Titius, you've encountered these yet. You see a devourer come out of that hallway, and then you know, right after him, emerging from the bubble, also is another devourer. And they are moving your way, so Surge is going to cast the whole monster on the thing. Yeah, all right, so it needs to make a DC 17. It fails, so he's like, I've got one! <laughs> I've got one! Tidious, I believe that's you next. Okay. So you you see the one in front kind of stop moving, and the one slightly behind it comes uh, barreling past. Okay. And what it looks like is just this gross monstrosity, and it seems almost to have you know another creature trying to press out through its middle section, as if something is trapped inside. Interesting. Okay. So I am... How close is it to the other one? Like, the one that's being held? Um, They're within five feet of each other, as it's, you know, it it was right behind it. Perfect. (laughs) Okay. Then I actually am going to cast um, Ice Knife. Ooh. Uh, 16 to hit with the Ice Knife. Let me check that. Yes, it's just a hit. (laughs) We need some damage. Five piercing. But then it, uh, the knife explodes, and since they're both within five feet of each other, they both have to take a uh, make a dex save. Okay, the one's going to auto-fail because it's being held in place. So, um, and the other one fails as well. <laughs> and that, ooh, nice. That is 10, uh, 10 on both of them. 10 cold. Anything else you want to do on your turn? Um, yeah, and then as a bonus action, I'm going to cast a Shalele. Right. With a little, a little. Excellent. Uh, Fezzik. Uh, I'm going to pull my longbow and shoot it at the first one. 12. 12 is a miss. That's it. Okay. Um, let's see. The first devourer is going to try to move at the end of its turn. Uh, it is still held fast in place by the amazing, powerful Surge. And Devourer B is going to move up. Who's out in front? I guess, who is uh, technically, I guess, at the back of the pack? Was it Thandor? The Devourer is going to move up on you. And he is going to try to rend soul. Please make a constitution saving throw. Ten. I did not. So, yeah, with your ten, you feel this black vortex of life-graining you know, energy kind of swirl from between you and it, and just 29 of, it, uh, of your hit points just go flowing into the uh, the creature. Ouch. And actually, um, Fezzik and Tidious, yeah, this is an area effect, so Fezzik and Tidious, I think you also would need to make the saving throw. 14. Okay, yeah, you would uh, also take uh, 29 <laughs> points of necrotic damage. That's so much better. 23. 23. Okay. So, yeah, you take half. So that's, uh, what is that? Uh, 14. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Corrin, it is now your turn. Corrin hears the attack going on. Um, and I think he's going to panic because he's not there. And he is going to fly straight into the charred 
room of orc corpses and try to go the shortest possible route from the parapet down to the team. Okay, what's your flying speed? 80. 80, all right. So um, with a full dash, I would allow you to get I'm up I'm gonna dash room. it too. Yeah, so I'm gonna dash, I'm gonna do 160. So that's, uh, you know, anything you wanna prepare while <laughs> you're doing that, um, like as a bonus action. If not, we'll move to Thandor. Nah, just move. Uh, I, there's nothing I can really prepare at this point in time. It's just move full steam to the party. All right, Thandor, it's your turn. Okay, uh, Thandor's going to cast Spirit Guardians um, and protecting his friends so they will not be affected by this. It is 3d8 radiant damage. Hold on. They have to do a save of. Hold on, Oh, here, let me post it so you see it. Okay, so I need to make a saving throw on both of them because they're, I assume, it's an area effect. Um, so one roll is a 17, the other a 10. They'll take 15 radiant damage and they are slowed. And I will misty step behind the main party. Okay. That's my bonus action. Let's see, Stanton, I believe that puts you up. Okay. Uh, in terms of where I am, the people and the people who just took like twenty-nine points of damage from uh, from from the devourers, uh, where are they in terms of relation to me? Have, have they now moved behind me? Or am I still behind? Or am I still basically the front of the party? I'd say uh, you're behind Tidius and Fezzik because they step forward to do their attacks. Okay. Um, they're probably about 20 to 25 feet away from you. All right, so. And I would be, and I would be behind you now. All right, and how hurt are you? Um, worry about that right now. Okay, well, the 20 to 25 feet, so basically I can move or I could, because I mean, if I were to cure wounds, I have to touch them. The move is not part of a regular action, so. Okay, um. Separate. So which one do you hurt? Which one you hurt worse? Leave Tidius. Tidius. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not feeling the best. Okay, then I'm gonna. All right, I'm gonna. Uh, I cast Cure Wounds at second at uh first level for now. It'll be two D eight plus three. Let me get it. Uh, okay. Uh, nine points of damage. Is be- nine points cured is better than nothing. Sorry. Thank you, friend. Uh, that'll be my. That's my. All right. That's my act. My bonus action is I'm going to cast lightning arrow. So that way, then my next turn, I start shooting lightning. No, that's not how that rolls. Ah, idiot. No. All right. Um, I've cast lightning arrow. So basically, at this point, once I start shooting, uh, it'd be 48 to the person I actually hit, and then 2d8 for anybody else on the side. So that's my bonus action. So that next turn i start firing that's all i can do okay excellent um zash is not there yet surge we really need the company yeah they're coming (laughs) i'm concentrating on holding this thing concentrate harder all right who's top of the order right um so yeah it is it is surge's turn again so you see him kind of open a gateway behind the creature. Um, 
and you see behind it dark stars and it, it appears to be just this realm of horrors and awfulness it makes a 20-foot sphere that you know it kind of moves out to try to engulf the thing um, there's just all this cacophony of like it sounds like whispers from the undead all kinds of awful horrible things he you know, pulls it a little bit forward so it it, it uh, you know rests on the creature and and then a little bit of acid damage if he fails the saving throw, uh, which he rolled a one, so yes, he does. He'll do doubles and 17 damage to the one that's being held in place. Um, and let's see, the other one actually has the same. Um, so yeah, you kind of see this, you know, it now looks like rough terrain in this kind of this sphere. So, you know, you definitely would not want to ent enter into this space but he has made it uh, very hard for both of these creatures to move now um, and uh, done, you know, done some damage to them as well. Did he just cast Spike Growth? He, uh, it is a spell called uh, Hunger of Hadar. It sounds just like Spike Growth, which is what I was just going to cast. Yeah, no, this one is a little more sinister. It's got it's, uh, cold damage and um, acid damage. Oh, gotcha. And Hadar is basically coming from the other plane to eat them, like Skittles. Told you I'm pretty powerful. And uh, Tadius, it is now your turn. How far away are they from me? For you, probably 15 to 20 feet. You're a little closer than Stanton. I'm going to back up kind of 10 feet. And you can kind of see my legs almost priming after I, I back up the 10 feet and then I'm gonna charge forward and as I come close to the uh, the, the one I don't know we'll, we'll just say the one that's 30 feet away from me I uh, I'm going to attack with my quarter staff that's gonna put you in that in that range of that spell that he just put on the ground though when you get to the edge of that space roll a dexterity check for me uh, 15. All right. Yeah, so as you enter that, you slow. Um, what's your total distance you can travel? 40. Yeah, on a turn. Um, so, okay, so 40. So, yeah, even with the, the, the speed, you know, you slow as soon as you kind of hit the edge of that area. Um, so it's, it's kind of difficult terrain. And um, you take six points of cold damage, eight points of acid damage. <laughs> I told you not to run into there. Could have said something beforehand. Well, I did when I cast it. I said, don't go in there. It's rough trade. So, so I need a ruling then. So I was charging for a purpose. Are, are you saying then that my charge? Yeah. So I, I basically, when I charge, if, uh, if I hit with a melee attack, I then can do a bonus attack with my hooves. Don't feel too bad because Corrin's about to fly straight into it. You slow it a little bit, but you, yeah, you, yeah, I would still allow the charge if you're trying to knock him over or something like that. Yeah, you, you made it to him. <laughs> yeah, you took, you took, yeah, you took a little damage on the way, but yeah, this is that Herculean effort. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> oh no. Oh, clear, clearly that, uh, that that did not work out as I had hoped. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, I guess roll me 
a deck save to see if you can avoid doing extra damage to yourself. 15. Okay, yeah, with a 15, yeah, you're able to keep, yeah, especially because you're a quadruped, <laughs> you keep your feet, yeah, you almost fall over, but yeah, Shh, meant to do that. <laughs> kind of splays out a little bit, but... Who's next? Fezzik. I'm going to cast um, Tasha's Caustic Brew. All right. Because <laughs> it's fun and it's such a cool name. It's got the word brew in it. <laughs> a Tasha in it. <laughs> it does not, but do not get in its way. I'm just going to point out horns coming down the steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I assume you're going to be, we're going to go go at the one Tidius just didn't go for. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hit Tidius. Yep, so you'll put your. I mean, it's a five foot wide. Yeah, you'll put your, you know, your arc it away from him. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll go for the other one. And because, right, you said they're like 20 feet away, so yeah, 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 we're good. All right, so 44. Eight. Two, a one, a three, and a two. <laughs> yeah, what was the attack roll? Um, oh, I'm sorry. I did not see that one. It's five feet wide. How can I miss these things? A nine. Nine, that's a miss. Five feet wide. Five feet wide. <laughs> so, so if it leaves stuff on the ground and he walks on it, does that count? Yeah, there's enough acid around there that I'd say, yeah, we'll probably commingle <laughs> with it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's already going against rough terrain. Um, so let's see the other one. And his turn is going to try to escape. Oh, it was a natural one. So it does not escape. Um, our B. He um, is the one that used his Sauron, so... Alright, so Fezzik, he points at you. I guess roll a deck save, because, you know, even though it doesn't have one in here, I would think that, uh, you know, if somebody's targeting with a spell, you'd probably still have a little chance to dodge it. Not natural 20. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that, uh, you know, in this case, he misses you with, with that. Um, but, you, yeah, that you, know, you felt like whatever space you had just been standing in, all of the air just got teleported out of that space. Um, and, uh, you know, you probably, had you still been there, would have um, gone, gone with it. He's going to try to move up, so he's going to take damage, I believe, from Hunger of Hadar. Okay, so it's, it's going to yeah. Um, all right. So actually, both of them are going to take four and twelve. So sixteen points of damage for both of them, still being inside the space of that. He's going to try to move out. And, well, I guess no. He's only slowed by rough terrain, so um, he makes. You know, at least the 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 front one makes it out of that space. Um, but they did both take sixteen damage on that turn. And I believe, Corin, that is your turn. All right, so I'm going to hold my wings and dive down the hallway. Okay, yeah, and so that's another um, 80, or how much, what was the distance? 100, I'm going to dash it because I don't know how much, how far that I have to go. So 160. 160 feet, okay, yep. So yeah, you probably make it uh, down one and a half levels and you've got, you know, uh, you'll, you, you feel like you'll get there next turn. <laughs> Okay. 
Um, although actually do roll a wisdom saving throw because you know, I guess you're at some point you're gonna pass through that field. 14. You pass with a 14. I was gonna say in a worst case scenario, what Corrin is prepared to do is essentially close his eyes once he kind of picks his line and just fall down that line. If that means I slam into a wall and take damage, he's willing to do that to get down through the hall faster. All right, so yeah, we'll save that for on your next turn. Andor. All right, real quick, can I get a summary? One is right on top of Tidius, right? Yeah, Tidius, yeah, kind of ran up on it, trying to attack it. Yeah, realized that that was probably not a great um, move. So yeah, he's he's definitely in danger, um, more so than anyone else. All right, what about the second? The second one is it still held? Um, the, the one he he ran up on is the one that's held. And what about the um, second one? The second one is it just moved out of the field. Um, so it's probably about 10 feet away from uh, Fezzik. Okay. So let's do this then. Um, on that second one that's nearing Fezzik, I'm going to do Dissonant Whispers. It has to do a saving throw. Uh, light streaks. One second. Whoops, wrong, wrong spell. Um, yep, it has to do a wisdom saving throw. 16. It fails. Okay, let me go ahead and use it. It takes 10 points of damage and tries to get as far away from me as humanly possible. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and it, yeah, it's next turn. It'll move back into the field. <laughs> um. And then for my bonus action, I would like to cast Spiritual Hammer on the one right in front of Tidius. Okay. Spiritual Weapon. So does that does that mean that the one moving away from Thander is moving back up the steps? Um, he will be after he passes. Yeah, it's still it'll still be pretty close to where you all are. Um, then the second one, as I said, is going to be bonus action spiritual weapon on the one that's right by Tidius. Okay. Do you need to make a save or anything? Or um, it is a sixteen. Does that hit? That hits. Okay. Damage is going to be. Uh, damage is going to be six. I see nine. Yeah, it's it was a second roll. Ah. It's six. <laughs> if you're done with your turn, Stanton, it is your turn. Okay, about time. All right. So, uh, at this point, these two devourers, how close are they to each other? Uh, they're within fifteen feet of each other. Fifteen feet. All right. So basically, I'm just going to focus my attack on the closest one to me, which I assume, based upon the description I heard, is the one that's currently being held. Nope. It's the other one. Uh, the one that's closest is, one. Is, is is moving in on Fezzik. All right. Uh, it, the, is that is that is that one engaged with Tidius, or is it just try? It, Tidius is behind it at this point. It kind of moved forward to kind of uh, deal with you all rather than. All right, so, but, all right, so, all right, so Tidius is Tidius was out of the play. All right, so lightning arrow. Here we go. So in this case, um, and the first attack, you need to uh, you, uh, you need to roll a uh, fifteen dex. Failed. Okay, so you're going to take 19 points of lightning damage on the first attack. Mm, did any Colossus Slayer damage? No, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, well, it depends. Is it over half? Is it over halfway damage? No, it is not. <laughs> no, so, the, so then, all right, so then that's the first attack. 
Hang on, the second attack. Our multi, get the multi attack. Okay. Be 27 more points of damage. Alrighty. It is now over half done. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, do I get class damage now? Roll down, roll that around there. Okay, so another 1d8. So add three more points of dinky damage to that, but every little yeah, everybody, everybody helps. All right. And I'll see. I got, I got both attacks in, so that's pretty much it. Excellent. We are back at the top of the order, so I believe. Okay, surge. Surge is up. If I can get through all the clicks. Um, so surge, what are you going to do? All right. Oh, he's still concentrating on the one, but he can cast something that's not a concentration spell. So let's... Oh. So he pulled out the wand of fireballs. Hint, hint. Is this, um, is this one concentration? I'm trying. <laughs> uh, okay. I didn't bring the artillery sork with me today. Sorry. Okay. All right. So he... This is yeah, this is not a concentration spell as far as I can tell. So he is going to you see him point at the creature in front of Tidius and um, engulf it in a sphere that you know Tidius, you feel that that uh, sphere kind of uh, surround the area just in front of you, but not including you. So let's see, he's gonna you know, he's gonna make it a disadvantage because he's paralyzed, so he fails. He, you know, this sphere that you know, you, if you're, you're standing close enough, you kind of see it flicker into existence, Tidius. Uh, everybody else may not see it because you're blocking the view. Um, so, it, you know, the creature inside this vitriolic sphere takes 25 points of acid damage. Uh, already. Oops, where'd the other one go? Um, takes an additional 11 so 36 points of acid damage on that thing and is now encased in this this uh sphere uh oh well i guess uh, how long does the sphere last um oh it's just an instantaneous effect so you know you see it gets splashed with all this acid that is not <laughs> included in yours and now he actually also has to take the um hunger of hadar um damage as well because he is still um, where are you? All right, that's another 11 points of damage. So what's that? 36 plus 11 is 40. 47. Nice. Okay. Uh, uh, I believe, Tidius, it is now your turn uh, because, it, you know, it uh, was not able to move to avoid you know, any of that. And in fact, you need to take, I believe, 11 points of uh cold and acid damage because you're still inside. I, I don't get to have that at all. Uh, if you want, make a deck save to see if, uh, you know, you can kind of stagger backwards out. I'll, I'll give you half if, if you uh, can 18. make a... 18's enough, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, only take, uh, uh, what did I say? It was 11. <laughs> so uh, you have that six. No, five. Or five, or yep, you round down. Yep, we yep. round yeah, down to D&D, five. Yeah. Okay, so I 
stagger back a little bit. So how far am I away from that one now? Um, you're like probably still within seven to ten feet. Okay. But you're just outside of the 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 sphere of influence of the hunger. Okay. Um, you know what? That's fine. I'm actually gonna back up. You know, like another. 10 or 15 feet just to kind of get a little bit further away from him and then I am going to cast produce flame and basically you know I'm I'm holding my hand up and this flame starts appearing out of it and then um, yes so then basically I, I rear back and I literally throw the flame at the one that um, I was just close to. Okay, yeah, so yes. is deck save? No, it is an attack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, so, so. And roll an advantage because it is still paralyzed. Oh my goodness, I don't want to roll 4d8s. <laughs> well, yeah, you do, but just for damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh. 22 hits. I'm going to assume that hits. Hit is a, yeah, that is a hit. Alright. And then that was a... Okay. While I would love to do the 48, I only get to do one. Alright. One fire damage. Alright, well. <laughs> but, I, you know, it lights all the other material around it on fire, right? Well, on the next, you know, we'll have to make a deck save. On oh, actually, actually, you know what? I'm sorry. It's a 2d8 because I am. Oh, yeah, level. you're higher level. Yeah. Right, so we'll do. There we go. That's a little better. So another six. So seven total fire damage on him. Okay. All right. So, yeah, it's, it's starting to look in rough shape. Uh, Fezzik. All right, this guy's close to me now, right? He is very close to you. All right, we are pulling out the weapons. Freaking finally. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to whack him with my club and my sword. Ugh, neither. An eight and a nine. Eight and a nine, yep, they're both misses. Rolling horrible tonight. All right. All right, that's it. All right, so the other tuck one... Tuck and roll, tuck and roll at this point. Yeah, okay, the other one rolls a natural one, so I'm just going to, from here on out, declare that he fails those. On his turn, he's going to take an additional... Uh, 11 points of... hunger damage. And it's the next one's turn. All right, so that one... Uh, Fezzik, he's going to try to claw at you, so it's going to move up. Oh, no, actually, he's moving away. That's, yeah, Thandor. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm correct in thinking that the, the, yeah, the, the one that was on Fezzik is the one you turned, I guess, is the, for lack of a better term. So he's moving away on his turn, avoiding damage, so he's going to get... Let's uh, move 30 feet. So he, you know, he moves kind of in a circular fashion around the um, hunger sphere and uh, seems to be heading back towards you know, the hallway and making it to Corrin's turn. 
So does it take my full movement to get down there? Do I have to dash to get into the room or like how far do I? Yeah, you'd probably have about another you know, 180 feet to get down there. Although with him moving in your direction, um, just short of that, I would allow you to kind of you know use yourself as an improvised attack. Okay. So I'm, I'm essentially, because I can't fully extend my wings in, I, I imagine in this small uh, tunnel, I'm just like barreling down and I just kind of want to envelop the creature in my wings and talons and just like barrel roll the thing down the steps. Okay. Um, so yeah, I guess roll a, uh, a, a strength. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we'll make it a contested strength. Okay. Um, so that is the eagle strength. 22. All right, yeah, it beats its 19, so yeah, you're able to kind of knock into it. Um, give me some uh, improvised weapon damage. I believe that's, uh, you know... 1d6. 1d6, yeah. Uh, so... If we're doing one-handed, then it's two damage. Yeah, go for two-handed, because, yeah, you would have been... Then eight damage. Um, yeah, both hands out, I assume. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm literally wings. like the wings are coming around it to hold it. The talons are grabbing in on it. And essentially, I'm just the first thing that does not resemble my friends. I'm just grabbing it and like slamming it to the ground and rolling with it. I'm not even okay. trying to gracefully land. So I would also probably take the same eight damage on impact and sliding down the ground if I'm being. Fair. Yeah, yeah, you're not at risk. So go ahead and take it. <laughs> Um, Thandor, I think it's your turn next. Excellent. How do they look right now? Uh, they're looking pretty rough. The one that's actually moving away or was moving away looks worse than the one that uh, is closer in. All right. So I still have spiritual weapon up on the closest one. Um, let's go ahead and do a first level guiding bolt on it. Yeah, right. Um, that's an attack. It is. Right, so. And that is a 25. All right, give me some damage. 14. 14, that's good. And then spiritual hammer. Hold on, let me click that spell slot. And then spiritual hammer. It's going to be, it's on the same one. That is a 14. Okay, 14. Oh, it's, what's its dex? Let's see. It's plus one. So, yeah, that'd still be not enough for, for the, the thing to okay. hit. That's all I have. Mm. All right. Stanton, I believe you're up. Okay. So, uh, if, if, if I'm still viewing the train the same, I'm going to basically just keep piling more arrows into the one I shot at before. So, the first 40... Uh, you're going to need to roll uh, 15 on dex to avoid full damage. Dex, yeah, I only got a 13, so... So you take 24 points of damage for the first pass. Yeah, this is the one that was moving away. Whichever one I was shooting at before. Um, I believe you were shooting at the one that was like on Fezzik uh, before, so... Yes. Yeah, so that's the one that's moving away. So you said 24? Right. 24 in the first one. Um... Uh, uh, 
37 with the second one. All right, tell me how it dies. <laughs> well, because in this case, I'm literally throwing lightning bolts at it. The arrows turn the lightning bolts as they, as they leave the longbow. The, the lightning goes into the devourer's body and just through massive, you know, energy surge, just liquefies the devourer into what effectively would be like almost an electric blue mist and is gone. Alrighty. Uh, and then I start looking for the next target to be able to aim at. That pretty much is going to be my turn. Yep. Um, Tidious. Um, alright. You'll get advantage. So there's the. And Justin, you'll get it. You'll get advantage on this one because of the guiding bolt. Oh, because of the guiding bolt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Um, alright. So is this one, um, the one that still had the. Not Tasha's the weird shit. I'm He's sorry. a hunger of Hadar. Yeah, it's 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 still got that field around it, and our b- good friend Serge okay. is holding him in place. So it, is this He's... the one? So then George electrified the one that I was enveloping with wings and claws. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Oh no, that's that, that's fine. You wouldn't. I mean, it would have all happened at the same moment. So I was just making sure. Yeah. So now you're covered with sticky electro blue mist. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, then um, I'm I'm gonna do uh, produce flame again. Okay, and I will do twenty. That is sixteen to hit. That is a hit. All right, we'll do it correct this time. So two d eight. Uh, seven fire damage again. Alright, yeah, crackle crackles. And Fezzik. I am going to cast Ray of Sickness. Alrighty. Yep. You know, so that way hopefully he can like wallow in a pit of acid and then feel like crap also. <laughs> Fifteen. Yeah, unfortunately that's a miss. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Not having any luck. It's just a miss, but it. You know, wait, no, actually, with the with it's it being held in place, I'm not giving it its one deck. So that is that's just enough to hit. Give me some damage. 18 points of damage. All right. I did something, guys. <laughs> you actually usually do quite a quite a bit. Usually, not tonight. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say normally I'm the one who doesn't do much, and frankly, I haven't done anything this fight. <laughs> yeah, you spent most of this oh, battle you, getting you into confirm- place. You confirm the fact that we are under attack. He has to um, make a constitution saving throw of 14. Okay, he fails. <laughs> all right, so he is poisoned until the end of his next turn. Okay. Bad tacos. If he starts vomiting up orcs, we're going to have another sto- a conversation. <laughs> right. Well, no, so far they haven't gotten to absorb anybody. <laughs> so they tried on Fezzik, but, you know... Uh, um, I didn't know. Yeah, didn't allow it. Um, That's when a podcast trip to a hard R. Yeah. It was too quick for. Him. So what was the what was the save I rolled? I rolled a twelve. Yeah, what's your DC? It needs to be a fourteen. Okay, so yeah, it failed. Yeah. Uh, all right, so it's its turn. Oh, that's that's the other thing I was rolling. All right. Um, do, do, do. All right, so it. Oh, actually, I guess it's, yeah, set, he needs to make a 17. So that one's a fail on you know, breaking out of the whole monster. And 
Corin. All right, so I'm going to use half my movement to get up. Uh, and then I will use... How, how far away is it? It's... it's you're, you're right on top of it. It's, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, well, then, yeah, uh, I'm going to go multi-attack on it. Uh, 18 Excellent. and... 18 hit. Uh, and 8, which is a mess. So... Yeah, so the 18, yeah, give me some damage. One with its beak and then one with its talons. So the beak does 9 points of damage. Okay, and, and what's the other damage? Uh, the, the other one missed. The talons. Oh, the, the other one missed. Okay. Um, so you said... Oh, it's it's more than two. So. <laughs> uh, tell me how it dies. Oh, um, so Corin just gets a beak full of its upper torso and just slams it down into the like roiling vat of acid left by ca- the caustic spray and just like stands on it while it dissolves into the acid. As you know, you guys roll out of combat, uh, Hazash. Finally. Yeah, Surge, what is all the ruckus in here? And we'll end there. There's lots of change happening in the United States right now, and one of the things I'd love for all of us to remember is that uh, when thinking about the things that we've gained in life, that sometimes those things have come at someone else's expense, and that we need to make sure that their rights are protected as well as ours. And that uh, what ours is isn't always what we think it is. So... Look out for each other out there. Now all the legal bits. We are not affiliated with the Boy Scouts of America or Wizards of the Coast. Although we do recommend that your life will be better with them in it, so please support and participate with them. All of our music is licensed from Soundstripe.com. Additional images are licensed from Shutterstock.com. Our logo was created by Catherine Evans. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Leaders and Legacy. And make sure that you subscribe to our blog at leadersandlegacies.com. Just head over to our Tee Public store and check out all of the various options we've got. That's tpublic.com slash leadersandlegacies. And never forget to remember... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Natural one. It's okay, Justin. You get the cookie for dropping the first F-bomb on the podcast. It's all good. We'll edit it. Oh, keep going. Keep going. <laughs>